0: Welcome to the Draft Doctors Fantasy Footy Podcast,
1: with your hosts, John Crockett, Steve Fizz, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz. Big news, big news. Not fantasy football related, but Jeffrey Epstein's island has hit the market. As a result, we'll be launching the Patreon next week. Someone who's joining us this week, of course, Jono.
0: G'day, listeners. G'day, Steve. Uh, yeah, so if you could help us out by maybe buying four or five mock sites and about fifty draft kits next year, that would be primo because we want to buy this island and we can have the draft draft doctors island. How good would that be? Parties,
1: for draft parties. Everyone can just fly there for draft parties and just be it's um, amazing. The The name of the island might need a change. the The pedophile island. It's It's not gonna. It's not a selling point, I don't think. I don't know. It's not like Daydream Island or some shit like that. Unless it's like a church buying it. I don't know. It'd be perfect. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Hot takes. Hot takes. Someone else with some uh, hot takes. uh, He lost 69% of his house. They've rebuilt it to some degree. He's here. Cam. You're back.
2: I'm off the ark, off Noah's ark and, and back on land. And to be honest. Just then when you were giving the, the intro to Jono and the lead in segue from Epstein, I was like, fuck, he's just going to hit me up here straight off the bat with, somebody knows all about Epstein's Island, Cam's back. <laughs> Some bullshit like that. Do you know about um, Epstein Island? Have you been
0: there? No. Were you no. invited? No. Were you? No. I'm not rich enough yet.
2: I like that you've put yet in there.
1: Yet. Well I, well,
0: I have some of the cryptos, but not all of them. Oh,
2: yes.
1: All right. Well, on that mediocre intro, Cam, do you want to tell us your flood experience? I, I have uh, no yeah. idea. I have no idea. It just looked horrendous.
2: Yeah, so we, we copped it literally up to about my waist. And so I'm not tall or spoke around, but that's still probably about a meter, and meter 20, something similar. Um and so that's just all downstairs completely gone. I was telling you boys earlier that it came from the drains, So a lot of it was sewage. Um, we've had to like, the the best part of this whole experience was taking a golf club to the walls. Cause you had to tear out the walls and, and so it didn't all mold and all that sort of stuff. But um, other than that, like we're not going to have a livable downstairs for probably the next six months being told the claim itself won't get processed for like four months.
0: Um, I guess, I don't think you saw it, but you put some pictures up of the whole flood damage and someone actually asked, did the smoker survive or was it washed, washed away? The s-
2: smoker is upstairs. Nice. So the, the smoker has survived. I'm very excited about that. I'm going to use it next week. Excellent. But yeah, we're, we're kind of lucky that, you know, it's a small family at the moment, so we can survive upstairs. We've got power back this week. we got got internet back. You know, we're, we're basically good to go. We, we had a guy come through who's supposed to check if it's uh, safe to live in. And he gave us a not good answer two days ago. He said, you shouldn't be living here. It's very dangerous uh, from a mold perspective, but they're going to come in and do a um, like quarantine downstairs. And then we won't have access to downstairs and just have to basically use the back stairs to get up to where we live. Can you just
0: like clean 20 the mold or like use shower cleaner or something like that to get rid of it?
2: <laughs> no, they're, so they're, they're going to come through and do all that, but it will still be... Uh, you know, quarantined in the short term. Good. Glen 20, mate. You can <laughs> just <laughs> cans of Glen 20. Hey, what if you read
0: Glen 20, it actually says it, it It defeats COVID. So I don't know why we haven't just oh. been spraying that in the atmosphere.
2: It's it's true. But yeah, flight experience is not, not good. I wouldn't recommend it. It wouldn't be on the top of my list of things for people to do. But, um, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world.
1: Well, it sounds like tearing into walls with a golf club is like what a lot of people want to do to their fantasy teams right now. There's some stinkers out there. Uh, but we say this happens every year. It happens every year. There's there's going to be players who fail. There's going to be players who fail again. Not everyone is going to run good at the start of a season. I'm running... Whew, I'm getting rinsed, boys. I'm getting absolutely fucking rinsed. I had a LDU and uh Tar and Thomas injured basically cost me oh. in, I've got them both in two leagues and it's going to cost me both oh. fucking matchups uh Brutal. so just getting rinsed across the board but it's uh, th- th- part of the game and that's why we say you don't win your league at the draft because there's moves to be made from here Cam how's your team's faring we sort of did this last week we sort of the listeners wanted us to touch on our teams a little bit more uh the moves we're going to make what are you looking at doing my team uh it's come up trumps, to be honest. Like, everyone in my
2: league seems to have really shitty forwards um, just across the board. Like, it, I found it, most teams have found it hard to get a consistent forward line. But this week, for example, I've got I think it's Dunkley, English, um, Ch- Cherry, uh, Dan Rioli, and some other decent forward, which I should probably know. Jesus Christ. But, and so, you know, I've banked 500 points just from my forward line, which is yeah. Um, Pretty damn handy. Um, and then I thought last week I'd done all right. Oh, sorry, it's Heaney, another forward. Oh, yeah. so pretty pretty, hand, pretty handy forward line. But and I thought I'd scrape through with the mids, um, picking guys like Jai Caldwell, Tim Kelly, Brad Crouch, like not star, not top tier, but that they'd get through. And then this week, Jai Caldwell was terrible. I had LDU as well, fourteen. Uh, James Robum seventy six, Parf sixty five, and Sarong. But you know,
0: with the news coming like out, 65. Um Zaret's done the Cindy out for eight weeks. It should be a massive bump for Colwell, you'd <laughs> think.
2: I kind of thought it would have been when Shield was missing, and then you know because they played the same kind of bullish role. But yeah, it didn't really affect him at all. Um, but yeah, otherwise teams going okay. I've got a, a few guys that should get dual position status in round six. Um, be it, uh, who are those guys? Luke McDonald and Jordan Clark. Because I punted defenders pretty hard and it looks like holding a couple of those DPP chances could be really good. That's it.
1: Yeah, I think it's been a pretty common story across um a lot of teams. They're feeling it in their defensive line. Mm-hmm. A lot of the early forwards, I mean, Heppel hasn't do- gone well. Um, mm. Whitfield's just... A smoking hole Off in a the cliff. ground, yeah. Just a smoking hole, completely replaceable. Salem's injured, so there's some some big dramas down in people's back lines. Are these DPPs potentially our saviour, or yeah, is it just you know you find it, you're going to find yourself into trouble because you've got to hold these guys for a, for a That's long it. time before you even reap the benefits. Meanwhile, half your fucking team's out with COVID. So yeah, oh
2: for real, right. Have you guys dodged that? COVID this week? No.
1: Well, in the listener league, I'm just, uh, we've got a six player bench. I'm down seven. So, you know. Yeah. So far, so good. But now that all of West Coast
0: have had COVID, I'll be looking to pick up anything I can get, really. It's
2: not bad. COVID. (laughs) 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 He's the number one draft pick. You know what sucks? It's not. That they they don't come out and say they've had COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's health and safety protocol, so it's it could just be isolation. Do you reckon right? they use
0: the old H&S? Like, you know, what was it, the old rested bloody thing we had a few years ago?
2: Oh, it's the, no, per, personal leave is cocaine. Is that I the one? think so.
0: But who was the St Kilda player that got um, omitted because they were unfit or underdone or something like that? Did you see that? That was the reason they out. underdone. No, I've got no
1: idea.
2: Sounds like a very Dan Hand. Oh well, wow. he's not one.
1: underdone. He's just cooked. He's <laughs> <laughs> just over, to, over. To. <laughs> yeah, so it's always it's always interesting looking at these guys. Like I know personally, I've got Taylor Adams as well, who's been oh dude just uh, yeah. woeful. It's it's hard to get, and, and like the move is to buy them, right? That is absolutely the fucking move. Obviously, if you've got them, you just got to huddle. Huddle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts, um, on? If... unless you see a problem? Collingwood's really interesting because no one's really taken um, to go he has, but aside from that, there's not like a bulk midfielder. It's a big rotation, which it was last year as well. So mm. I'm um, yeah. I'm scratching my head about what to do with that. Like it should go his way, but it just isn't.
2: It's also where, where the points are being scored for Collingwood has probably changed to be heavy through the midfield and defence to just kind of being... Defense and the forward line is actually stepping up a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of forward lines, forward lines seem to be pretty good at the moment. Um, mm. I've started to do the numbers, uh, and, and Collingwood uh, key forwards are, are scoring well on them, um, but they're really Rucks are scoring well on them so far. It's only two rounds. Let's not let's not go crazy about this. Um, but things have changed. Like defenders, pretty pretty neutral now. Um, But it's also that quick ballment,
0: that new game plan, so they're probably kicking past those inside mids where Collingwood were a possession game under Buck, so they're probably missing out on those half-dozen or so disposals. But, again, the game's fast in the summer or autumn time, so it does slow down when it gets wet as well, so that might come back a bit as well.
1: Well, I mean, you look at Richmond, they didn't even have 40 tackles today. Yeah, well... So, and... Tackles are just down across the league at the minute, early early days. But look at Jack Steele, like, he's just stinking it up because I think the game's just so fast at
0: the moment. He's on oh, he fucking
1: 52. 52, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing okay. He should be on 150. What? Six bucks. tackles.
2: What a bag of shit. Six tackles already, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeez, can I touch myself, though? Because Andy Bray, sure. Is I'll, I'll, I Andy Bray I'm not going to say that because I own Andy Bray, sure, as well. It's a, do you want to touch... Do you want to touch? Actually, I'm gonna to go Hayden, Hayden give Young. Some time to touch Hayden
1: Young. Okay. Well, you were pretty hot on Caleb Sarong as well, Cam. He's one who hasn't started well. Is he just um, had to revert yeah. to more that defensive style? Obviously, they've got Will Brody in there now, and Will only runs one way.
2: Yeah, correct. well, he runs both, but just really slow. So it just looks like he's just <laughs> running one way. It's yeah. I think he's playing a, a lockdown type role. Yeah,
1: and we saw that from Matty Rowell as well on the weekend. That was um, he...
2: yeah. He already looks like he runs in mud. Yeah. Right? Like, even when it's super dry, it looks like he struggles to get his feet off the ground. To make him run with a player is just mean. Like, he can accumulate, like he but he's going to be like the, your Dane Swan, right? It's kind of... Yeah, he, but he, he, he's an accumulator and he, he just waddles around from contest to contest. He's got no speed. making so he's making him chase someone. He's a plotter. <laughs> he's a plotter.
1: Yeah, I don't understand when they got guys who can play
2: that role isn't that what you're wasting one sharp, your is it Sharp they
0: want no well, Sharp's Holman. a
1: wing so they got Holman, Holman um, Levins has done it in the past Davies yeah. can do it he's coming through so they've got sort of other players to do it I don't understand why he'd put in there doing it but that's what they've decided so that's how it is um, but certainly this is a, a thing across the league where maybe you don't have a, what you would consider a pure tag, but you certainly Got the defensive mids. We look at George Hewitt who's cutting it up at Carlton, uh, and others. What do you reckon about the um, mids versus bombers? Like
0: we saw it Geelong round one, absolutely smash it. North uh, Brisbane smashed on the weekend. They're coming up against Melbourne next week. Like if you own any of those Melbourne midfielders, they're going to go
1: massive against the bombers. Mm. I have bombers as a neutral team. Okay, I've just noticed the last two weeks that the mids have gone big. My best matchup currently inside mids is against Hawthorne. And best matchup wings is uh, Brisbane. Okay. We'll wait for the other matches. I haven't done today's matches in the stats thing, but it's only two games. Let's not go. Someone was telling me, oh, mids go, I think someone was tweeting me, oh, Melbourne looks like a great matchup for midfielders or or something like that. And it's like, well, they played the Bulldogs in round one. Like, let's not go go Mm. crazy. Like, the Bulldogs are a good midfield. They're going to score points against anyone. So let's just wait for things to to even out. And even saying defenders go well against Gold Coast, well, on the weekend you had uh, Bowie just go full ham. Well, you need a few games to sort of even out the ham game. Well, I can maybe the ham games are in Gold Coast's outcome for defenses, but you just need to sort of calm down on those. You sort need of, a sample size of more than yeah, it's two just, games. It just needs to get, yeah, I think so. You need. I, I, I personally think a month you get a good idea of where you are. You get mm. more numbers through the system, and um, and, and you're not like say you just happen to cop the two shittest rucks against you um, in the first two weeks. Like Tristan, yeah, Tristan X uh, has sort of had a He could be a good sell-high target. I know he's got a good role and he's got the forward status, but he's had two fucking dream runs. Like, you look at Hawthorne. They want to play two rucks. One of them gets injured first quarter, so he's going up against a guy who hasn't played 10 games. Then this week, he's going up against fucking who? I I don't know. Rui Williams, Mark. Yeah, exactly. So things have really fallen his way uh, to to a good output so far. And I know all the salary cap is all jump jump on if they don't have him this week so you'll certainly see his name up against Brisbane uh, next week north melbourne yes brisbane uh brisbane have been a poor matchup for rocks mm. one of the not yeah one of the not in the bottom 4 but one of the poorest so far so that'll be interesting to see anyway everyone wants to hear waivers boys we're going to break it down again like last week we've got our four for the shallower leagues, and then our four for the deeper leagues. Jono, why don't you kick us off? Who have you got?
0: Uh, sh- shallower leagues. Chad Warner was 77% ultimate footy. Seems to have a bit of a role. Uh, there Now, first game back seemed all right. I'd be willing to take a punt on him. Uh, the Swans are rolling youth, and the young guys through that midfield now, like... JPK is not there anymore. I haven't seen the stats for the mid, if you've got any CBAs, but scored okay. Um, but they put in guys like Robottom, Florent, all those guys over are there. So I'd be having a look at him. Um, the forgotten man, Liam Duggan. Uh, he'd be in a lot of waiver-wise, highly earned in ultimate footy, but Liam Duggan, who's... I think there's going to be a lot of ball coming down West Coast defence this year. Um, we've seen McGovern being scoring pretty well so far. I'll take Liam Duggan any day of the week. Um, not so much a shallow league, but a super coach play. Paddy McCartan, he's a defender forward. He's going to punch out an 80-85 each week. So if you've got guys with COVID protocols, whatever, he can swing defender forward and give you a nice, nice score anyway. Going forward, there um, we spoke about him. Jake Bowie, thirty-seven percent owned. Uh, I think, as you said, Steve, we're going to need more more eyes on that. Is it the Salem role, or is it just playing Gold Coast? Um, let's wait and see, but I'd be keen to take a punt on him for one week and just see how it goes uh, going forward. I'm not proud of this one, but probably more AFL fantasy than the Supercoach, but Jared Pollock, he's getting a game above, yes. above Tom Power, like... I drafted Tom Powell, didn't see him get named, dropped him to the waivers. played that week. and I think Steve in our home league, you did the same thing, picked him up this week, and also dropped him because he didn't get named. And then, last minute, I don't even know why he was the last minute. Do you guys know why, or...? Someone was just ill. Okay, so, whatever reason, Tom Powell is on the outs uh, at there at North Melbourne, but... Pollock's going to get the ball there. They seem to be going to right North Melbourne. I'd be looking at him.
2: Ah. Uh, wait, wait. You can't say they're going okay. They're one and one, so they're going okay. Mate, they just beat the WAFL West Coast team. And
0: they went down by, what, a couple of goals against Hawthorne, who seem to be pretty good at the moment. Uh They're doing all right. They're doing all right. They play to their level. They play to (laughs) their level. The waffle standard is pretty good. It is pretty good. Yeah, that's right. Give it up for the waffle. (laughs) Um, Marcus Adams, forgotten man down there in the um, Brisbane defence. He's at 57% ownership, and he's had 93 and 62 AFL Fantasy, 106 and 81 in Supercoach. So I'm looking at him. Um our boy, the Minge, is at fifteen percent ownership. He'll he'll he's doing all right. I, I think there's a little bit of salary cap hype about him, but he'll he'll pump you out an eighty good D five bench cover scores there. And I've also got Brad Close. He's only owned by thirty two percent. He is a forward, a seventy one and one ten AFL fantasy and a seventy and one hundred thirty eight Super Coach. Uh, I'm. With a lack of forwards, I'd be looking just maybe as a stream option or even just grab him and see if he pops again next week, if not just
2: throw him back to the pool. He looked awesome on the weekend. But the, I think Ryan Myers got through his you know, game in the VFL pretty unscathed, so there could be a chance that he comes in and affects that scoring. Do they drop Dalhous? Um, I hope so. God, I hope so. Um, The other... Interesting one that you mentioned there, the Minge. I reckon there's upside there. Uh, to be honest, it's not like he's had continuity for very long in, in footy, and he played two games in a row. If and he, I haven't seen he, Adelaide play
0: this year, just for whatever reason, I haven't seen them play. So I'm not sure what their game style is like. Uh.
2: It's not good. You have saved yourself some okay. time. Um, yeah, they were pretty pretty ordinary this week. But uh, you know, he he doesn't look terrible, and I think there's a. What's he? This is defender as well. I think there's uh, plenty of upside there for if you want to pick him up from the and pool. Also,
0: if, um, with the Sloan dog going down, I think he had a hip injury. Not sure how long he's out it for. Was a,
2: what are they called? An adductor. Duck.
0: So that's, that's a few weeks one. anyway. So maybe a Schoenberg or a Shoal gets a bit of a bump there. L- Laird's set to come back.
1: Oh yeah, Laird will test. come back. Yeah, yeah.
0: So forget about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Schoenberg. <laughs> I like you, but not that much. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like McPherson out and Malira, like it's kind of just, you know what I mean? It could just be one of those but it's dudes rolling through there, but it's, yeah. it's fine. Is Malira going to be in and out, in and out, or, you know, what's... Are they going to manage him? he's a real intercourse player.
2: <laughs> in and out, in and out. So good.
1: That's yeah. right, Cam, that's the joke. Anyway, that's get some waivers, Cam uh yeah look
2: has just said about everyone that's on the waiver in, in his spiel so I've just got a couple of extras to add um Jack Ginnyavan yeah Gineven? the, Collingwood, Gin van. Forward. Gin van. the Col- Collingwood forward minivan uh 10% ownership I think he looks awesome as a player to be honest he did pass um, the eye test he, yeah so passed the eye test really easily and if uh like I was saying before, if the points are sort of shifting to out of the mid and to the forward line because of the way they're playing a little bit, then it could spell good signs for him. Um, ben Patton, just from last week, I think he's 47% owned now. Before he got injured last year or the year before or whenever that was, he was touted for that halfback runner role. And then Sinclair, he got injured, Sinclair got the role as a result, and Sinclair continued to brain it. With Sinclair playing midfield time last week. Patton scored okay, ended up with 77, which I I think if he pops out something like that every week, then it's a handy D5-type player. Uh, Jordan Clark, probably for your uh, shallower leagues, but because he's only mid, he's probably sitting on a lot of waivers. 87% owned, but yeah, in in a shallower league, he should be there. I would have thought, uh, and he'll end up with your defender status, depending on which which platform you're on, but in the next week or three weeks after that. Um, And Jermaine Jones, uh, I think he might have been thrown back to the pool. Yeah, he uh, probably would have Yeah, Yeah. So I think he's still worth picking up for next week.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Frio, don't mind it. Um, I've still got a couple. I think that Nick Martin's probably gone back into the pool. And he's mm. probably an even better pick this week. Uh, Zaret, Cox, Langford, mm. all missing. Like, holy shit. I'd, if I was... If you're struggling, I'd be targeting that Essendon team in any way, shape, or form. As a buy low, as waiver pickups. Like, Stringer had all the mid-time scored shit. Go pick him up. Shield, you know, whatever. Just just go target dudes in that team. Like, Heppel's super buy low. Go go get them. Um, and hopefully things swing your way. Uh, Chad Warner, John, I mentioned. I've got Tom Sparrow from Melbourne, mid-forward. He's getting he's getting good CBA time, so he he is a real... And that was last both weeks, so absolutely getting some good time there. Um, I had Polek as well. Uh, close, Bowie. Uh, Dossie McLean, the superior Doss... <laughs> <laughs> really, it's a it's a real dart throw play. But if you're in a deeper league, uh, key forwards against the dogs have just fucking brained it so far to start the season. So, uh, we'll look to see if we can continue that. And Swickowski, um, he's been yeah. he's been pretty good. Yep. So, yeah. th- and, and there's a lot of forwards, right? So what like about
0: two meter per Do you reckon that's a one out or? I didn't see. His first well, league. he's he's going
1: to be owned, right? But uh, in shallower leagues, maybe not. You know, AFL fantasy might be on the wire. Yeah, maybe. Oh well. Shallow Lee, I think he's still there. I oh, probably yeah, I think they got Melvin this week, like you said, Jono. so it might be a bit of a tough matchup. Hmm. I'm not sure. Wait and see. So, wait and see, I guess. We'll wait and see, yeah. It's um it's an interesting one. Mind way, you, Norton, I guess. Norton was pretty good.
0: And he's got that sort of ruck Tom Hawkins ruck forward role, so he gets up the ground a bit. Um, Max Gorn ain't been doing shit, so...
1: What's interesting, that ruck forward role is, like, according to the numbers, a fucking terrible role. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know, bizarre, right? You would have thought it was good, but um, across the board, it's pretty ordinary, I guess because you're looking at just some shit-kicker tall bastard.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's, like, certain people that could play it well, like Hawkins and probably 2-meter Peter, like... Well, be... Hawkins
1: just does it in the Ford 50, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, too many Peter wasn't going past halfway. He'd run up to halfway, yeah. do something, then run back.
1: Yeah. And probably Lob as well is a good one. Like, there are some good players, right? But they're yeah. more the, the exception rather than the rule. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay, so we're going to talk trade at targets. That's right. We're going to absolutely buy low. Shit can your league makes. Make them give you an absolute deal, a steal. Sale of the Century, and then uh, a couple rounds later, hopefully you can rub it in their face. Hi, Jen. Yeah, I saw you that see, too. Did you see that, John? I saw that. <laughs> wife just Is she wearing clothes? Naked. Not much. <laughs> really? Good thing
2: we're
0: recording Sorry, this call, it. people. Only fans starting up tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only fans, uh, pregnant Jen edition. Mate, there's a fetish
1: for that, trust me. <laughs> they And they'll oh. pay more. Hey, Epstein's Island, we're one step closer. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Gam, who you who are you buying on the low? Uh, you
2: mentioned uh bombers before, so it's gonna be a bombers forward playing as a connecting mid. Um Archer Perkins.
1: Yes. He's All probably on stable wise, honestly. I,
2: uh, yeah, I
1: maybe think not. he We well, went pretty I hard on him last be. week, yeah.
2: And yeah, and he still went okay this week with a sixty eight. Yep. But he looks awesome. And yeah, I think you're right in regards to there being a hell of a lot of opportunity at, at the Bombers at the minute. With well, I don't know how long Shield's out for. Zarett's now gone for eight weeks. You know, it, spots are freeing up. Yeah, Langford. You know,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's what we want. We want. We want points. And like it,
2: to be honest, even if he gets you your seventy-five. That is a very good get for a F5 this year. Sure. It's freaking dire.
1: Yeah. know yeah. who are you buying low on, my man?
0: Oh, I'm reaching for the stars, Steve. I'm going for Tom Mitchell. Now, a lot, of people, a lot of people would have picked him up at the back end of the first round, maybe in the early second round. Captain option. Hasn't really performed so well so far, but the way I'm looking at it, if you're one of those people, sort of like Cam, who's just loaded up, on awesome forwards. I'd be throwing one of them up like a Dusty, maybe a Duncan. Go, here, I've got an awesome forward. Give me your Tom Mitchell who's shit at the moment. They're moving the ball quickly. Um, he's going to be no good, but I kind of like him. And you might get some people who fall for that.
2: I I reckon, so what? What? this is something that's going on in my league at the minute, and I don't want to expose too much because you're in the the middle people of it. might listen, but I'm in the middle of it. But... I don't think it'll be for someone like a Titch, right? Because I have it. Everyone has an an attraction to their first pick. It's like almost impossible to trade that pick away. It's really hard. Someone who you could get with a forward like that is a Sam Walsh, whereby they've come back. They haven't scored so well. They could have potentially been a first round pick. It's already happening in my league. Like someone's come come to me asking for. Uh, an Isaac Heaney for a Sam Walsh. And I'm just like, eh,
0: probably But, you're, but probably you're, you're, you're low on Sam Walsh,
2: though. I am, and that's why I'm I'm not going to accept it. But it's just, right. you know, that that's well, the type a, here's of... Here's
0: a trade-off um, I put up to one of our guys in our home league. Uh, we play Supercoach. He's got Nat 5, mm-hmm. hasn't played a game yet. And I threw up Caleb Daniel to him for Supercoach. I said no.
1: But this guy also traded... Jared Lyons for Jordan Ridley. Which know, one? It's in the eye of the beholder. Caleb Daniel ain't done shit. He'll average 100. He'll average 100. He what? What fucking won't.
0: Yes, he will. He'll
1: struggle to average 80. Bullshit. Not 90, I mean. He'll average 80, but he won't average 90. So you think Jordan... I reckon would- Caleb Daniels a buy low. You're a shit trader, Jono. Fuck you. No wonder i don't got no <one laughs> got
0: trades done last year. <laughs>
1: You have the fucking worst opinion of your own players. Yeah, go Daniel for
0: Nat Five. Fuck off. Fucking
1: hell. <laughs>
0: or was it was Five going to average? I
1: don't know. He's out for a month. I'm not sure if he's he trading for. it. to say traded We talking games scored, or score? Fucking
0: happy days. 90 averaging forward. Well, that's around 12 if he gets it. That's right. My team's ticking along just fine at the moment. <laughs>
1: oh my god. <laughs>
0: No covid wow. yet. No covid yet.
1: <laughs> no covid yet. Wow. Who are you
0: targeting? Your,
1: uh, who are you
2: t- Yeah, who you got, Steve?
1: Me. Yeah. Uh Stringer. Stringer, I think he's a great pilot For-
2: Terrible match score this week. No, uh, was- like
1: 68, 65, yeah. 71. So- all yeah. the mid-time in the world, 10 clearances. Uh five Butchered five the clearances, ball. 10 contested. Butchered the ball? Yeah. yeah so I'm all about clean I'm city. all about it. And it's fucking Jake Stringer. What do you want for it? Who him? cares? I'm not trading with you. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, give
0: me give me Josh Kelly. Uh, uh. <laughs>
1: <We> spent five <laughs> is minutes forward guy? this
0: week. Fuck him. Give me cogs. <laughs> 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 he,
1: yeah. Uh, so we've been asked for our ball adjacent player of the week. I think it's is- a blind <laughs> effort. Cam Rainer.
0: Fucking, no doubt about
2: it. I, Connor Rosie is pretty, did he get it last week? Yeah. He got it, know, absolutely.
1: He's the inaugural. Yeah. He was no, really the think it's The Connor Rosie ball of Jason award.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's either going to be Cam Rayner. No, Walpole's okay. He actually got, he actually got the ball. I'd say Cam Rayner Because he was getting mid-time. He was getting forward. Like, the ball was coming to him in the forward line. He's just, no, no, thank you. I don't want that. I don't need fantasy points. I want to play real so this football.
2: Is a, I reckon, so this guy over the last at least three seasons has been one of the most consistent ball-adjacent people. Ollie Florent. And this week he ended up ground-adjacent. He was fucking outside the ground. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah. He was um, a funny one, like, last week. He um, he scored okay, but he really only got there with the three goals, right? So, yeah. I would say if you're looking at, if you maybe need to make some sales, if you look at your team and someone did something unusual like Trent Koch and laid eight tackles out of 38, whew, that's a uh, pretty high percentage there, people. Or, or someone you don't expect to get there with a few goals gets there. Um, they're usually pretty good sells. Those wings are pretty good because I'll bob up with a few goals, but usually it's a pretty, uh pretty shit roll. That's it for this week. Oh no, we got listener questions. Fuck. Before Ooh. we
2: get to those, I'd just like to update you. Oh, Jen knows no. that you saw what? Jen knows that you saw. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I've just uh, I've received received word. She's going to be talked about.
1: Oh no! (laughs) Should bring her on next week.
2: Bra and undies was the attire, was it? Yeah, great. Yeah, fucking hell.
1: That's all right. Give me something to think about later on. (laughs) Steve. (laughs) Fucking hell. Our only fan is Draft Doctors. Hashtag pregnant. Steve asks, "Why do I play fantasy football?" It's a great question. Um, just need that Mr. T. gif. pain. Yeah, true. Silly asks, what's the best way of saving your season? It's fucking 0-2, man. It's not done. Like, don't worry about it. Mining the waiver wire, picking up injured players who will come back soon, trade un- underperforming players, or a combo of all three. All Cam, I've got some strong opinions, but you let me know what you think. What? What? Well, you can't be picking up injured players. That's I reckon that's the loser move.
2: Oh, it depends, right? So there's probably two that I'm actually really keen on in the next couple of weeks, to be honest. And I, I feel like it's if they're a week away, it's probably okay and you just don't want to go too early. But Jarman Impey probably comes back in a week's time, could be okay. And same with Will Day. Like Both of those guys could... But who's going out of that one
0: back of, six when they're 2-0? Well... That's a pretty good back six at the moment.
2: Yeah, look, they're doing well, but there's you know, maybe
0: they, like a like,
2: Newcomb or someone like that come out of the team for MP. It could be they could end up somewhere on a wing. If MP ends up on a wing, he's not going to score well because he hasn't in the past. Yeah, I think MP like a does he could go wing. Okay. Halfback wing. <clears throat> but yeah, like I, I'm <laughs> depends on your bench size and all that sort of stuff, but you. Probably don't want to pick up that many injured people this year with COVID. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think it's a really tough move. Just and think- they're talking about guys like Hunter Clark. Like, he's a month away. Uh-huh. Like, no, uh-huh. no, no, way. no. no. Yeah. Dom Sheed's um, six
0: weeks away. Yeah,
2: wouldn't uh, touch him.
1: Yeah, I, I think just sticking fat, to be honest. Like Really target those areas where there's injuries. Like I'd look at North Melbourne with the guys that had gone down. I'd look at, um, like, to be honest, like a... a um, Who's the guy? Hey, Zerha. Like someone like Zerha could pop. Like it could happen. Um, I'd certainly look at that area. Like Pollock, like John I mentioned. Again, those areas where Tom there's Powell. been injuries.
0: Tom Powell. Tom Powell, you could be. Yeah. I mean, you've got two injuries to that midfield and th- Thomas' is forward mid. So it's perfect for him, isn't it?
1: And, and also, mm. you could do two for one trade. So if you trade away two, try to get up an upgrade. And then it frees you up to pick up a waiver wire player. Like just having guys that can accumulate value on your bench by scoring pretty well—that's that's going to be a big move, I, I think. But
2: yeah, those two for one trades are so valuable. Like it's, in my opinion, it's the easiest way to convince someone.
1: Yeah, and and at the, at the start of, at the start of the year when the waiver wire is fat, that that's it. And to be honest, if you pick up a waiver wire guy and they don't work out, you generally have no issue moving on. Yes. The one that hurts is like, so I streamed Jake Bowie last week and he did shit and I dropped him and then he scores 150 and you're like, well. That happened? That sounds like it happened. That did happen. (laughs) It did happen. Uh, Alex, uh, it happened last year in our final, right? I had um, Will Powell and he scored like 30 and I got through the prelim with it so I dropped him, and then in the grand, final he scored like a hundred and forty. Wasn't this? I didn't oh. want to do. I didn't want to do the maths about what I lost and the difference between him and the player. But wasn't
0: it the same with Luke Jackson as well? Mm,
1: I got no idea. I'm, I'll make so I'm pretty bad sure. Moves, don't listen. <laughs> Alex asks, "Why do the Giants keep breaking my heart?" Because they're coached by Liam Cameron. Pretty much. Seems yeah. Fuck. That guy, Jesus. Uh, Kazi asks, if McGrath gets defender status, is he a top six defender?
2: Mm-mm. I think, I think he's going to struggle to get it because he's going to be needed in the midfield now. Yep. Would be my bet.
1: He played a lot of midfield time last week. Yeah. I don't think he gets it. But would he be if he did? No, no. no, Okay. Brett asks, who said Jai Simpkin was going to be a top averaging player and why are they wrong? Cam or Stater? I definitely did,
2: and I'm not fucking wrong. Whoever's asking this question is wrong, and it's one week. It's going to be awesome still. Yeah, I'm not... Who was that? Uh,
1: is that, is that... That hard? asked it? Yeah, might have been a bit harsh. He's still going to be good. Brett. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about Brett. He's fine. He's got... He fucking brained it last week. It's one week.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Up and down.
1: ebbs and flows. That's what happens in this game. He could be a good by low. <laughs> oh. Well, it's not even low, really. Uh, Frio asks, mm. War- Warple versus Wordle. What's a Wordle?
0: Oh, I know what Wordle is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's the most Jono
0: thing. What's Wordle? I, don't, I know, I know I'm more of Steve thing. I'm oh, sorry, I'm paying attention to Andy Brachel just kicking in the dick, sorry. Um, Cut losses with Baker. Yes, he's playing pure forward and not getting any defence time.
1: Apparently, Sean Darcy's injured. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and Fuck. can David Noble stop playing with my emotions and just choose Powell in the 22? or it's a great point. It is a very good
0: point. I think now with those two injuries, he gets a good look in.
1: Fucking David Noble. Jerk. Ninja asks, Can Stengel Fantasy 40 or was it just a flash in the bomber's pan? Flash in the bomber's pan.
0: Ash. They've got so many like like small, medium fours there at Geelong, they're gonna be like as Cam said, Grime Myers coming back, you've got Dalhouse Higgins, uh we got close. Yeah. No. they will be good good role player.
1: Greg, return of the low hanging fruit, Allah's Defenders versus Collingwood in previous years. Uh not just yet. Like I said, Greg, they're neutral for me at the minute. Defenders versus GWS. Still a thing.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's still on.
1: Actually, well, I haven't done today's numbers, but they were a negative the week before. So. Mm. Oh, okay. No Jake, we'll see. No Jake Lloyd
0: to um, pad those stats.
1: <laughs> no, well, we'll see. We'll see, um, Greg, in the coming weeks. Uh, Gorn Fritchen asks, thoughts on Brad Close? Well, we talked about him as a waiver pickup. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cam, you're a bit cagier than Jono, perhaps?
2: Yeah, I just don't think we'll see that week to week. And there were so many people that underperformed for the Cats that his overperformance probably isn't sustainable.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Greg also asked, what's North's problem with Tom Powell? Who knows? Is this the Tom Powell um, pylon this week, like we had with Warple last week? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we we're pretty hot on Powell, so I guess a lot of our listeners. Okay, I, think, I don't know. I, think, I don't know why they got Warple. I, I but think it was hatred
0: for Warple. Not, there's no hatred for for Powell because everyone loves Powell. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, uh, he, he,
0: he plays now. Those injuries, he plays. Hmm.
1: But what would I know? Uh, Declan asks, "Will Lions bounce back to be a top end mid?" <laughs>
2: nope. Hmm. Call, called it in preseason, right? Like, it, he was very lucky last year through the absence of other players. And now that there are so many others trying, like, that have. <clears throat> can use the ball really well through that midfield, he, he's not needed to be the number one contested player in the comp anymore. He can be, you know, something else.
0: It was funny, like, Zorko's playing off the half back line. On one leg, still killed it. Like, surely he's missing. Obviously, not getting midfield time. You got Neil fully fit Lions, and then they're rotating like Bailey, Rayner, Ber- yeah. Berry, who is also ball adjacent. Um,
2: he he would have had to have gone close or, to the award. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> was, was up there. He was,
0: but Rayner was close. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But I don't know maybe wait for the game to slow down a bit more. A bit more, gets a bit more contested, players get more tired. Same old, same old.
1: Yeah, I reckon he might be an interesting buy low. It's Jared Lyons. Very. Lyons. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, you got to have faith that he'll bounce back. Ron asks, what the fuck do I do with Gorn and Locky Ash? Oh, Gorn is... Gorn's gone, isn't he? Like... Buy low.
2: He he's a like if you believe that he can go back, he's the guy to buy low on. But again, he'll be he might have been taken in the first round. Probably, he was like first you know, or in the second. second. Yeah. yeah, so people will be attached. But I mean, it was coming. We saw it. yeah
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. He's that their splits were pretty even. Uh, this week, Jackson and Gorn for uh, centre bounces. I don't know that you can sell.
0: Is there mm. a world...
1: Like, Give me like no a,
0: we know Gorn likes to play a bit forward or even go back defence. Is there a world he gets DPP?
2: Oh, ruck forward. Similar
0: to Luke Jackson. Like they both split. Then they're going to split ruck forward or ruck defence or something like that. Can
1: it happen? I don't know. don't know. I think he got a hold for a little bit and um, just like kind to see of ride it out. That's actually
0: of what he is forward and run time, to be honest. Yeah. And what his overall um, time on ground is.
1: Yeah. Lockie Ash, he's got he did, one more yeah.
2: week. Oh, you're giving him another
1: week? Well, only because of the matchup. It's Gold Coast.
2: Lockie Ash got torpedoed in the form of a Matt DeBoer. I'm just giving him one more week. You know, like he's just... That was his role that he was going to take over. And then
1: DeBoer's just like, no, I'm still good. Came out with a medical sub, DeBoer. Yeah. I'm not... Yeah, I'd give it one more. But this is... I, I kind of think this is the problem. Phil that, Davis is um, going
0: down with a bone. The th-
1: there's too many. There's too many. Too mm. many good mm. players. Coming wasn't great last week. This week, he's massive. Like in mm. Perryman down, Haynes in... Whitfield, Pooh, like, what are you going to do? You can cut him, certainly, if you want to pick up one of these guys off the waiver wire, absolutely, but um, I'd probably just give it one more week and see how it played out with the match-up. But you could certainly move on. I'll cut him in one league this week. so. Brandon asks, do I hold Heppel, Simpkin and Sarong? All three cost me the match this week. Man, some negative energies around Simkin.
2: Yeah, and this guy's asked the question about Sarong... Before the game's even out, yeah, it's a bolt. But uh, to be fair, he's on 38, halfway through the third. But um, what was the question again? What, what do, do you do with the, Yeah. to hold, hold him. Hold
0: Simpkin. Heppel, <laughs> he was just like running around. I don't think he really had a role on the weekend against Brisbane. He was there. He
1: was, you could call it ball adjacent, but. Eh. Bit more defensive,
2: the is, yeah. The, the thing is, if you sell, if you sell any of them, you're going to get a bad deal, right? So you hold at least until there's an uptick. Be my thought. Well, Simpkin was good last yeah. week,
0: so oh he's underperforming. Like,
2: what, what's someone going to offer for Heppel? Right, nothing. Bag of Doritos. Absolute nothing. Yeah, exactly. You can get someone off the waiver for balancing. Yeah, so you yeah. may as well hold him.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, the The thing I'd look at with these three players, Brandon, is they're all aside from Sorong. He's probably not someone I'd target in a trade. I'd target the other two in a trade. So yeah, okay. that means I believe there's still value in them. So in your situation, you should probably hold them. I know it's tough right now, but that's um that's how it is. And and look, Apple, all the opportunity in the world is is there for the him now. Realistically, so good times. Dale asks, "But oh, we got the Salem roll." Yep,
0: I was watching the port game, but I don't know you take have twenty odd and nine marks.
2: Maybe I guess so. I I thought I was watching it, and I thought he he yep. got it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, James asks, "Is Heppel a good buy low?" Uh, Stonecutters replies, "Is Heppel even fieldable?" Looks like he's playing more accountable football. Well, there you go. Well, there you go.
2: Mm.
1: I think he's a good buy low. I'm a Heppel truther apparently. Hmm. If Darcy really is dead,
0: is it Lloyd Meek's season? Ooh.
2: No, it is not. No? Okay. It is probably never Lloyd Meek's season. <laughs> it's Sean Darcy, uh,
0: and, and was it Treacy, Treaky? He went down with an ankle injury and the awful, so... Oh,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, so he did. I might be more inclined to pick up a lob in that situation. I know his role doesn't change, but if something happens to Meek yeah but with Tabner down he's playing that key forward role well Tab uh, should come back I thought with Lob Hmm. well I mean Lob's Lob's a gun that is true XGWS superstar yeah true that absolutely Um, Justin wants to know possible DPPs uh, well I might talk about that next week Steve asks, if you're at home watching a game, what's your go-to beverage and snack? And no That's a question. A no statesman, we don't want to hear about your sparkling water and a salad. Keep up the great work. Stallions. 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 Hmm. Don't hear stallions.
0: That too often. <laughs> don't hear
1: that too often. Uh, definitely beer. Whatever
0: craft beer is tickling my fancy. And then snack rotation is high. So it's cheese, salt vinegar chips Some sort of shapes.
2: Pretzels. That's my go-to stuff. Popcorn. Is it weird that I... So I don't snack while watching the footy. I wish I didn't snack. Uh, I'll drink beer, but I won't snack. Only when the beer will be some sort of IPA deal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's either alcohol or a cup of tea. And definitely toast. I'm fucking a mad person for toast. Like, I eat shit. What the
2: fuck am I hearing at the moment? Well, because...
1: All right. So, here's the deal. Here's the deal. So, because of the COVID shit, we we try to do online shopping now. So, Emma does the shops and she knows I have a massive drama with potato chips and stuff. Like, I'll just... Whole bag, just in like five seconds, is just gone, right? Like Rhino with a gorge. Just gorge. Well, yeah. It's like... (laughs) Yeah. I remember Homer when they're like, he's like a pig, and it's like I say, he's more like a duck, and he just tips me <laughs> yeah. his fucking throat. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It just goes straight down, man. I just I can't help it. So we've really tried to cut down on my chip consumption, so I'm down to one bag a week, which is... um Mate, are they family just, size? That's the question. It's got to be family it's size. The, it's the bag. It's the big bag. Oh, it's family not the party size. bag, but it's, you know, the 200 gram, I'll, whatever the heck it is. I love how you
2: like one bag a week, but we all know that that's what, just one sitting.
1: Yeah it is. You know, there's no. Yeah, yeah, for sure it is. There's, there's yeah. no fucking way around it. So uh but I eat toast. So I'll eat like six pieces of toast with Vegemite or something like that. And she can't buy mm. peanut butter cuz I'll just eat the whole fucking jar in 3 days. Have you had the Biscoff spread, <laughs> no. Get get on it. What is it? Oh my god, it's so it's good. Like it's like um it's like Nutella.
2: Speculose spread. It's like Nutella. No. Speculose. It's Nutella.
1: like a... Nutella. Nutella's trash. Why would anyone eat that shit? But you're eating yeah, six
0: pieces of bread with Nutella, uh, with Vegemite. Like, <laughs> fuck me. If you have a coffee in the morning, does your arse explode?
2: <laughs>
0: Sometimes. Fuck he's like, <laughs> yes.
2: He's <laughs> 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 sitting there, he's like, oh, man, can't wait to watch the footy he pours a cup of tea and get some toast. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, how do, I mean, how how do you make tea your, pretty... what's your,
0: what's your Vegemite? You know, is it all a butter, a little Vegemite or vice versa? What do you do? I want, I want lots
1: of butter and a bit of Vegemite. Yeah. But what you've got to do is just ruin the Vegemite by just tipping like half a knife full of butter back in the, in the jar. Yes, that is perfect.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Done.
2: I,
1: te, from a tea perspective, yep. what type? I have green tea and black tea. Okay. Wow. Shit, green Get green again. tea and Vegemite. Oh, peppermint tea. Fucking I like peppermint hell. tea. Peppermint's sick. Peppermint is
0: sick. Is it like a little royal rumble in your gut on a... Saturday night. No, the peppermint tea settles that. No, right? I'm talking about the green tea because that's like a digestive and just gets that shit
1: out. Uh, yeah. I Are mean, you so concerned? You're just sitting there. you know, I'm just fucking hammer beer and shapes. No, no, my gut's like, fine. <laughs> that is fine. <laughs> it's like when he. It's like when he said, he, "I said, oh, I had a Coke Zero. Oh, you can't drink that shit. Glug, glug, glug. Yeah, <laughs> there's less sugar in my
0: beer than there is in your bloody Coke Zero. Let me tell you that.
1: I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I'm, that's that's not I take that bet. There's
0: a lot of <laughs> yeah, shit. I, it might not be. It might be not sugar, but there's there definitely a sweetener.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I'll take that as Spartan on. God damn! <laughs> no. There's a literal fucking. What, what are those? What are the poisons? Carcinogen. Yeah, alcohols. Cut car- like. Come on, you're tipping poison down you're your body. Coke Zero. They put the same shit in that.
2: Oh, I don't think it's alcoholic. <laughs> Mine tastes better <laughs> I don't mind
0: Coke Zero Even then Nah, fuck Coke, Coke zero. zero Fuck Coke De All up Pepsi Pepsi the-
2: I thought
1: you almost said Coke De bore. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: Pepsi, Pepsi is a superior there. cola Let's just put it that way
1: okay. Oh, the Saints have come back I tipped them Alright, we'll see you next week, listeners Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.